Welcome in to the new PFF NFL Daily. Here's a recent snippet from the PFF NFL podcast. Uh, Ravens were up 24 to 9 at one point, and it uh, didn't matter. Browns made the comeback. Um, I do want to go through the sequence of the game, right? It started with Deshaun Watson less than a minute into the game throwing a pick six to Kyle Hamilton on a tipped pass. Unbelievable play by Kyle Hamilton uh, as a blitzer, tips it up, catches it runs it in, and uh, Baltimore's up 7 nothing about 40 seconds into the game. Incredible start. Um, they were up 14 nothing, then 24 to 9, but the Browns kept battling back. No, they did. Um, they, they were, what, down multiple scores in the fourth quarter. The, the game looked, for all intents and purposes, like it was Baltimore's to win all the way through. And then Deshaun Watson actually has a good second half. Didn't have a good overall game. Yeah. But the second half, I mean, so... You know, he was like 14 for 14 or something in the second half, uh, which some Browns fans out there are like claiming means he played perfectly in the second half. Uh, the distinction between a perfect completion rate and a perfect game appears to pass them by. Oh, so the PFF grade should be 100. Yes. Is what you're saying. Exactly. According to them, essentially, yes. Yeah. 100 grade for the second half and then whatever you want to do to that with the first half involved. But that's Find what the expectation fans, but yeah, go on. is. Um, but the point being, he played well in the second half and – was a big part of them coming back in that game. Like, that's – remember we talked before the pre, for the preview of this game. This is the game. Like, this is the reason yeah. Deshaun Watson's there. And, by the way, up until halftime, like, you're looking around the landscape and you're like, we traded three first-round picks, a third and a fourth, and then paid this guy $230 million in addition to the PR nightmare that that was. And it's not immediately obvious that he's any better than either the guy that was starting last year, Baker Mayfield, or the guy that was like buried on the depth chart last year and we shipped away for a fifth-round pick or something in Josh Dobbs. That's not great. And then the second half, Deshaun Watson goes out there, does complete all 14 of his attempts, has a passing touchdown, and plays probably the best half of football he's played as a Cleveland Brown. And like, all right, that, that right there was the reason. Now... We need that all the time, but that at least was a sign and a glimpse and an important one because without it, they don't win the game. Like, that was the reason we went through this A, PR nightmare, and B, like, cost so much to get him. Yeah, I mean, Watson did play well down the stretch. I want to go back through the the sequencing, but yeah, Watson on the game-winning drive hit a bunch of big throws, 16-yard scramble to set up the the eventual game-winning field goal. But what actually happened in this game, going backwards a little bit here, after the pick six, Keaton Mitchell comes back for the Ravens with a 39-yard touchdown run. One of only three carries for Mitchell, though, even mm. though he's become a big play threat for the for the Ravens. But they're up 14 to nothing. And one catch for 30-something yards. Like, Keaton Mitchell's, he's, he's like the new Devin Achan. He's going to average like 100 touch yes. 100 yards a touch, and we're barely going to give him the football. Is he third in the league in rushing yards now, like Achan <laughs> was when he left? Um both teams were trading field goals for a little while. The Browns blocked a field goal, which ends up being, becoming a, a big play as well. Um, it's 17-9, to Ravens going into the half, right? Didn't it feel like the Ravens were up 14 nothing? Feels like they're in control, but the Browns' defense did a really nice job, right? I mean, this wasn't uh, the Browns' defense giving up all these points. Yeah, It was a pick six. There was a short field a little bit later on. Um, but then what looked like, all right, this is the Ravens running away with it. Odell Beckham turns back the clock with a 40-yard touchdown on a slant, and it's like, all right, old-school uh, OBJ, it's now 24-9. to This is the Ravens team that 
destroyed Seattle, destroyed Detroit, and is going to do this again. But the, you know, this time it's a division rival. Um, but again, the Browns kept coming back. They score a touchdown. They go for two. A 17-play, 75-yard drive, Sam. Uh, finish it with Kareem Hunt. But they go for two, down 15. Mm-hmm. This is a controversial play in Michigan-Penn State. Why did, why did James Franklin go for two when you're down nine after the touchdown? Um, but the Browns did that to get within seven. Um, but then they muff a punt. Like It was like the Browns kept trying to give the game back to the Ravens. Short field, Ravens go up two scores again. And then, but the Browns just keep battling back, all a part of Deshaun Watson and his really strong second half. Yeah, is that still a controversial thing to go in for two early? If we not, I was I was in um, I was in DMs with our friend Booger yeah, this yeah? week uh, Saturday, trying to explain the the logic there. But most people know now. So Booger and I, happening. like you know, I didn't want to call him out on Twitter or anything like that. We just had a cordial <laughs> DM conversation. I felt like we probably should just hash this out over the phone. Now, the Michigan-Penn State thing was, like, right at the end of the game. Uh-huh. And it's one of those, like, we're going to increase our win probability by 0.5% by going right. for two. And when you don't get it, your win probability drops. Yeah. Obviously. But, like, now people know why. I mean, yeah, you can I'm argue gonna... whether or not you're doing it, but you can't ask the question. If you ask the question now, why are they doing that, that's a you problem. That's a you're ignorant of I'm not, the landscape. I'm not trying to be pretentious about it because I used to have the same belief. Right, you're down 15. You score a yeah, touchdown. this is one of those ones you that kick is the extra counterintuitive. Point and you save the the two point conversion till the end. Yeah. Until someone just explained it to me, and it's like you just you know if you're gonna fail, do it earlier. Right. It's like oh, I hadn't thought of that previously. Now I am. This is one of those ones that is counterintuitive. But once you've been explained the logic, it's not like it makes sense, right? And even if you would dis, even if you would deviate or disagree with it, again, like if you, you can't anymore be asking the question, why is this happening? Like, that's just not understanding the, like, information that's pretty important to whatever it is you're talking about. Like, I, I don't know. Anyway. We're more than halfway through the NFL season, almost. That's what it tells me, though. That's what it tells me. Yeah. But DraftKings Sportsbook still pumping out unbeatable offers every single game. New customers can bet just 5 bucks on anything. To get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Bet on anything. Five bucks. DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of a sweetener every, uh, sweetener offer every single game this October. You can get in on the football action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the app now and use code PFF. So you can go check out Monday Night Football tonight. You got Niners. You got the Vikings. You can go do it right now. If you're a new customer, you can bet just $5 on anything to get $200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook with the code PFF. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. That's 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, Kansas, Licensee partner, Golden Nugget, Lake Charles, Louisiana. 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ont. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See sportsbook.com. Sorry, see sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football. Terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms and responsible gaming resources. So it's, uh, it's 31 to 17. Browns come back, score another touchdown. Deshaun Watson finds Elijah Moore on a nice play. 
So the Ravens have a seven-point lead. This is a very long game. All the other four o'clock games are wrapping up, and it's you know still eight minutes left in this game. And then Lamar Jackson has a pass batted up. So for the second straight week, a ball is batted up in a Browns game, mm-hmm. just soaring in the air. And the Browns must do a lot of tip drill stuff. Remember last week, Amari Cooper was like tracking this batted pass for a touchdown. This time it's Greg Newsom on the defensive side of the ball, tracks the batted pass, catches it, takes it to the house for a pick six to, to you know, maybe tie the game, except the Browns missed the extra point. Mm-hmm. So instead of tying it, it's 31-30. to 30. But again, the Browns' defense stepped up, made a stop. Browns had an opportunity on the final drive. Deshaun Watson drives them down to the field, and Dustin Hopkins redeems himself with a 40-yard game-winning field goal. Browns win 33-31. Redeems himself. Yeah, like this would be – it, because it's you know 31 33 you would look at the just the score and you'd be like ah the browns defense must have been uh you know must have finally been overwhelmed or, or had a bad day but actually their defense still played really well like points came from other places uh, at times and their performance was really good the browns defense is still phenomenal uh miles garrett had like a tj watt game where he had two sacks but only four total pressures like he had that game where he didn't get it like 10 pressures and was a constant source of problem like pass rush win rate off the charts but when he won he got a sack almost every like half the time um he needed he needed one of those he needs one of those for the defensive player of the year yeah so he's having the season now that i mean tj watt did this a few years ago and then this became his shtick and there was a few other guys that like khalil mack had a season like this where he went from incredible in the run in the run game and getting a ton of pressure and then he flipped a switch, and suddenly he's getting the impact plays at the end of it. And that's the thing that, like, transforms you from a perception standpoint when you start making those game-changing plays, not just, like, consistently getting pressure and, and you know, affecting the game. This is the year where Miles Garrett has already had, you know, like a, a, a high-profile game where he took over and just dominated. He's been getting the sacks. Like, he's having the season that – makes people sit up and take notice and go, oh, the guy is playing at a defensive player of the year type level, even if he's been at that level, you know, for a few years now. I um, saw this stat from NFL Research that I sent you as well, Sam, through 10 games. Yeah. Ready? Uh-huh. Um, the Ravens have trailed less than any other team in NFL history except two others through 10 games. So the teams that have trailed the least, is that the best, fewest number of minutes <laughs> since uh, whenever, in the last 40 years, the 84 Dolphins. The merger. It's always the, it's always the, the merger. This is last 40 years is what they're saying. Yeah. So they may have cut it off somewhere. Um, 84 Dolphins, uh, only under 15 minutes that they trailed. They started 10-0. The 98 Broncos, 27 minutes. They started 10-0. Third is the Ravens, 28 minutes and 46 seconds. That's all they've trailed this year. Less than a half. And they're 7-3. and three. The next two teams on the list, the 1990 Giants, 43 minutes, they started 10-0. And the 07 Patriots, 51 minutes, they started 10-0. So there's four teams that are 10-0 on yeah. this list. Yeah, and then the 7-3 and three Ravens. So I ask you, Sam, are the Ravens the best 7-3 and three team in NFL history? I have no idea. Perhaps um, they are. Maybe. maybe. Yeah. So essentially, of the top five teams in the NFL in the last 40 years who have trailed the least... The Ravens are the only one that have actually lost games in the process. Yes. Yeah. That's correct. This was also a very costly game for them. Um, Marlon Humphrey, it sounds like he's going to be done with an Achilles injury. That's what the, the TV slash Twitter doc- doctors are all claiming, right? 
Don't know. Hasn't been confirmed. They have a decent hit rate. But they're all saying popped Achilles. And that is the one injury that they tend to hit, have a pretty, like, nail strike rate on. You know, so Achilles for Marlon Humphrey, that's pretty bad. Uh, Ronnie Stanley went down with a knee injury that's probably not long-term, but is likely to keep him out at least. They're on a short week, right? They play Thursday. They have to come back Thursday night right. against the Bengals. So Stanley is likely out for Thursday. Um, they might be down, like, three starters in the offensive line heading into Thursday against a good team. That's not ideal for them. So in addition to the way the game ended up going, it was pretty costly from a personnel standpoint. Um, there is this... You remember early in the year, uh, the Ravens blew multiple 10-point leads last year. Mm. Um, and uh, Mike McDonald, the defensive coordinator, took a lot of the heat there. I mean, but there were games last year they didn't close out because of fourth-quarter interceptions and everything. And that was this this game as well. It was interesting because I thought L- Lamar had, um, was it, two actual interceptions. This batted pass one, I mean, that's right. just bad luck. But he also threw one in the end zone. That got negated by a defensive hold. And at first, I was like, he threw, this is such a bad throw. I wonder if he knew that there was a defensive hold. And I don't think he did after reviewing it and seeing when the flag was thrown and everything. So Lamar had a couple really bad throws in there. He had an interception. I don't know what he was seeing just before the half. He threw a pick. Um, And then the end zone one that got negated. Obviously, the batted pass one, not on Lamar Jackson. That is just, just pure luck. But there is something to the Ravens. We'll see if this pops up in the playoffs or wherever. Them closing out games. Um, because same thing happened in Pittsburgh. They couldn't close out the Steelers. I mean, this is the reason why the Ravens are on this list of they haven't trailed, yet they still have three losses. Quirky loss to the Colts in overtime earlier this year. Quirky loss to the Steelers. And now this one to the Browns. And, I mean, it literally is the opposite of the Steelers where the Ravens will dominate the entire right. game, then lose. And critical turnovers. And Yeah, critical turn. I mean, again, yesterday, the batted pass one, whatever. I don't know what happens there. But there's something else in the way Lamar Jackson was playing that, you know, the one that was negated was also poor. So just something to keep an eye on with the Ravens. It seems to be a, a trend here the last couple seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, so the Ravens are now 7-3. and three. The Browns are 6-3. and three, And... Bengals moved to last place. We'll talk about them in a minute here. Last place in the AFC North with their loss. Um, but it's going to be Ravens hosting the Bengals short week here on Thursday night. You know, they've been serving up Panthers Bears mm. to get to Damn. the main course here. Thanksgiving month, right? We got the uh, is the turkey the main course? I know nobody likes turkey, but main course on yeah. Thursday night football is this week Ravens and Bengals. Or the turducken. Oh, yeah, the turducken. 